Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. Is that a Michael Sailor? Oh. No, it's just I know what this pod's going to be about. Hang on. Oh, I see, I see. All right, well, don't, I can't get, you're going to give it away. Yeah. I'm going okay. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right. It's uh, been a couple of weeks, actually, because I think last week we oh, didn't do right. a pod because we were on um, Justin's. Can we say that? Uh, I guess. Well, we, yeah, we, we just had did. now. <laughs> um, but it's not, it's not come out yet, so big big news for big big breaks for us. Yes, that was a good chat, though. That was really oh, good. a good book. Um, and the week, oh yeah, and the week before that, you were up in uh, with Daz. So up in Cairns with Daz. Been in the cold, cold garage for a while. That's right, Brendo and Daz. The Brendo and Daz show. That yeah, was, that was really fun. So, have you ever? Um, it'll be a while now because we're old men now. Mm. But remember when you're young and like you get a bit drunk and you'd you'd rock up and um, you know like, some girl's DMs or she'd rock up in yours. Like you got, but you had a few too few too many to drink and you'd like, you know, oh, just me, just text. See how she's doing, or, yeah. or she might just tell you something at two in the morning. Oh, look at the who's texting me. I, to be honest, not really, because I mean, I, I've been with my now wife since I was like twenty-one. So. Well, obviously, I'm just talking, talking hypothetically. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> I mean yes, I do, I do. So that's that's kind of how life used to be. Yeah, but life isn't like that anymore, because um, but but I do still have DMs, mm-hmm. and from time to time, people rock up in my DMs. And I'd like to just, and sometimes they send you messages, sometimes they leave you little video messages, sometimes oh, yeah. they leave little like, audio messages, and I'd like to just play one for you, right, just to, just to see this, so just to give people a feel for how my how things go for me. This goes on for a while, so bear bear Make with me. Make sure that points right at the right, mark. Yeah, I will yeah. do. I will do. Hang on a second, it has to go down a bit. Um, oh God, I've lost it. It's coming back. Oh, excellent! Oh, here excellent! We go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right in front. Small message here from Haggis Hollow to Hats and Brendo on the Two Bit Idiots podcast that I would love to come back on your podcast, guys. Listen, I would love to just say phenomenal podcast, guys. I love that the messages guys are giving to the smaller Bitcoiners in the space that there is always a voice for the little people. It is absolutely phenomenal. And this kind of pitch that I'm just going to talk for five minutes, <laughs> I want you to cut this out because... It's not relevant <laughs> to say that Hats, Brendo, the work that you guys do is absolutely phenomenal and um, fucking a lot of pish here, a lot of pish there, <laughs> blah, 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 and um, fuck knows, absolute fuck knows. Hats, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say fuck knows. Brendo, your power still shite, mate. And that is it. I'll send this voice. I'll send this message because you just can relate to this. And just to say that you guys podcast it always it gives a voice. You guys, two bit idiots, gives a voice <laughs> to the little people because you will always relate to what you've got in front of you. And it's always the small people. And if you ever want a Scottish guy to outnumber your Brendo. Just give me a shout. I'm always there for you. Hats, I'm always there for you, mate. Brendo, you've got no chance, mate, okay? Absolutely no chance. I'll see you soon, boys, okay? All the best. Thank you very much. 
Oh, well, that's that's beautiful. What I understood, which was about half of that. What what'd you call me, <laughs> Brendo? Your parcel, parcel, something. Introduce him. He's back. Oh yeah. Hi, Haggis. I'm back. Yeah. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Good, mate. So, when did you send that? Look, what was that? Like two weeks ago now, or something like that? I didn't. I was. I've been waiting because uh, <laughs> I've been holding on. I've not. Told, I've not to let him listen to that yet. I've been waiting until he got got back so is, I could. Is Haggis okay for that to be uh, public knowledge? I don't care. I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> not my choice. Not good. That's the first time I've listened to it back since the night that I sent it. So a lot of it was actually new to me as well. So I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> "Oh God, yeah, nah, it's never a night on the tequila again." Oh, was it tequila? Was it? You nice. sound very yeah. coherent though, which is uh, much better than I would have been. I reckon. Oh, uh, trying hard, trying really, really, really hard. The Scottish concentration voice. Yeah. What's uh, what's Pish? Again? <laughs> Something about Pish. Pish. He's got he's got a podcast that's called Investors. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what does Pish mean? Oh, I guess go on. You can translate. It means incredibly uh, inebriated, drunk, very drunk. Uh... <laughs> Oh, um, nice. All right, well, that's I, it. We'll end you know there. what patter means? Do you know what patter means? Patter. Yeah. Like patter? Yeah, yeah, patter, yeah. Like talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got that. Um, was yeah, that that's 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 yeah I don't know. He said something about parcel tongue or something to me. But end all parcel something. <laughs> now you got no fucking chance. No idea. <laughs> this is the, this is my life now, people. This is what happens for me. Um, mate, nice to see uh, you. How are you? I'm good, guys. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really good. I mean, I had a bit of a sigh because... Um, Sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah. So this this particular pod or episode has, yet again, a football <laughs> thing. So I'm really just here to... Uh, You're making up the numbers. Just to do the audio, really. So <laughs> it's Haggis and Hats. Haggis and Hats. Against Brendan Daz, we should have like a, like a, I don't know, cage yeah, fight. Maybe. Um, the... Um, yeah, this is going to be very niche. Well, we can we can we go to Bitcoin a little bit, but this is going to be very niche for some people. But but interestingly, Haggis is actually still. I don't know what when was it Haggis when we original we originally did one because it's it's still one of the most listened to ones, uh, which is oh, it's good. We been telling the last year was it not something like that? It's yeah. September October. I reckon so as long as that. Remember. I reckon that's because people are actually re-listening it to it to try to actually understand what the fuck you two are saying. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, yeah, you've nailed, hit the nail on the head with that one. <laughs> the reason for it being now is um, the Scottish football, the Scottish Premier League season is about to <laughs> kick off. Um, and I've just lost everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's Bye. it. Thanks for joining us. Um, <laughs> and we thought we would have a bet this season. I don't even know where the, what the money is, what the bet is, and where the money's going. But anyway, well, let's we'll, we'll work all that out just now. But um, Haggis is a big St. Johnston fan. St. Johnston is um, what would they say? Um, as one of the smaller Premier League teams in Scotland, but Premier League team. Steady on, huh? Steady that's, on. That's pretty fair. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I am an Aberdeen. Yeah, no, go on. Go on. Go on. Yeah, no, definitely. I'd definitely say that. They're one of the smaller teams. Hats, what are you? Aberdeen, also one of the smaller teams. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> and we have, um, we have um, an average salmon who who just didn't want to come on and talk because he just wanted to let the egos get on with it. Yep. Um, but he is a Dundee United <laughs> yeah, exactly. fan, and he is he's big on the um, big on Twitter as well. Really good follow. So go follow follow an average salmon. Um, but he's going to join in as a Dundee United fan, and we'll let Brendo pick any other team in the league. 
that wasn't Rangers or Celtic because we hate them because yeah. um, they're like the big fish in the small pond. Oh, um, so I could have picked them. No, that, that was the whole point of don't pick any. No, you couldn't have. Uh. So we gave you the choice of however many other teams that left, like what was it, seven or eight or something? Uh. And then you've, you've, you want to tell us who you've picked? Do you even remember who you've picked? I, I picked St. Mirren because oh, I thought of a young Helen Mirren. And uh, uh, yeah, I always. Did she uh, rock up in your DMs, did she? Oh, mate. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen the young Helen Mirren? Holy shit. But then, and then, and then I'm like, all right, I'll go St. Mirren, and then you boys just go, ha, 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 ha. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so I'm fucked, pretty much. So what is this bet, and how is it going to work, I guess? Well, that's the thing. We still need to work out the, 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 uh, the details. However, I think that what we've kind of settled on is that whoever the loser of so, for example, when Pats' Aberdeen play my mm. St. Johnston, whoever is the loser of that game, Aberdeen one, for example, I'll put X amount of Satoshis somewhere. We mm -hmm. don't know where yet. But essentially, we'll build up a big pot. And then at the end of the season, those sats, however much we've matched up, um, will be put towards a good cause. And we've, again, still to decide what that good cause will be. But I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll definitely find one that will be, be worthy of those sats. And, and you're, are you speaking on behalf of Salmon as well? You're, he's he's yeah. okay with that? Yeah, he's fine with that. Yeah, I've awesome. had a little chat with him through the week just to make sure and everything that, that we've discussed is A-OK. -okay. Awesome. You know what well, we should have done? We should have had Salmon or invited Salmon so he could actually DM us but not actually be on. You know what I mean? I have no idea what you mean. Well, meaning he can actually contribute at least to the conversation without audibly being on the pod. You understand this isn't live? Well, this is live. No, but I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Right now... <laughs> We invited him, if he was available, to not be on the actual chat itself, yeah. but still be on... Well, you can still do that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> He's probably at work, though. Yeah, It's true. like 12 o'clock in the morning for, yeah. for Haggis, and it's... Um, yeah, it was yeah, quarter, quarter to 11 in the morning, so yeah. He's probably go, at so. work. But He's only knows? on his third beer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... Um, so the message in the group chat last night at what 12 minutes past midnight yeah i just started pre-drinking for the podcast just now yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. the um so yeah so is that what we're going to do so each time one of our teams play another one of our teams the i reckon if it's a draw we should we should both have to be put put in and if it's somebody loses this it's just a loser is that yeah, fair that's good that's it, that's fair, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to follow any of it, so you're just going to have to tell me what I owe. Right, okay, you're going to pay? Yeah, I'll pay. You good for it? Okay, cool. Um, well, it's because you're going to be paid, trust We me. haven't talked about how much... Uh, well, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. What are we, what are we thinking? Give us a number, Haggis, throw us a number. How many, well, hang on, how many oh. games do they play in a season? Well, okay, so Scottish football teams generally <laughs> play. It's going to get complicated now. Generally four times a season, but it could be if they play each other in the cup, it could be five, it could be six. Um, but generally yeah. four times a season. Um, okay. So you twelve. What would that be? Three, three teams, four times a season, twelve times. Okay. So them and then well maybe fifteen. Tops. Okay. Okay. Whatever. You just tell me what to do. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I mean, a number. I have no idea. I mean. Thousand sats, a win. I, I was know. going five, but okay. Five. <laughs> Six point one five. Um I don't care. You just yeah, tell me what you're doing. Thousand sats a game. Goes in the pot. Well, we can okay. we, we can leave that up to uh up to discussion when we uh, when we're, we go away from this. But yeah, I don't know. That could be a good basis and we'll see. All right, man. That sounds that sounds fair. 
Um, so what we're going to do is I'll keep a running tally of it. For anybody who's still with us and does care, um, there will be some Scottish football fans out there. Will there some of us? Yeah, you reckon? Like uh, listening? I don't yeah. think so. I don't know. You two and Salmon. That's it. Well, I reckon that's it. There we go. And we feel There's like a couple of the... U- the- a couple of the UK guys are, are also uh, Scottish football fans. And a couple. Yeah, of you are there, part but, of a bit yeah, of a mafia. Few... <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's, there's the Scottish mafia, and then there's the um, the UK Bitcoin mafia. There's Collie well, Moore, so. and there's 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 Glenn Hoddle, and there's a few. Glenn guys Hoddle, there's um, yeah, there's quite quite a few a few of the, the British guys that are. Um, we're all we we do have a massive Bitcoin DM chat. And if you want a funny story, there's actually a lot worse voice messages from that particular drunken <laughs> night from me in that chat. So I'm glad you haven't got your fingers on those because <laughs> they are way a lot worse, a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's quite a few of us. It's, um, Scottish football guys, there's, there is a couple as well. So you'll get, what, five listeners? Something like that. <laughs> well, sneakily, what's happening is between Haggis and I, we, we both want our team... And I'm sure Salmon does too, to be the first Scottish, because we're just little teams, right, generally, compared to the t- two ugly sisters, the big teams in Glasgow. Um, and so we both want, or we all three of us, I'm sure, want our team to be the first team to be the Bitcoin standard Scottish Premier League team, because that team's going to crush it, just like Perth Heat are going to crush it. And yep, anybody yep. else who decides, I think PSV Eindhoven maybe has a little bit of Bitcoin on the balance sheet now too. There's a few, so maybe there's a team, maybe Southampton or somebody down England was had a had a sponsor at some point at Southampton? There's a couple down south sponsorships, yeah, they've got, um, but they, I think they're just betting companies that take Bitcoin, to be honest with you, but yeah, okay. PSV, I told them, they, they've got on the balance sheet, so. And then there's obviously um, McCormack's shitcoin pub team, so. Bedford, is that what it is? Bedford, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, so that's, we're really just trying to meme this into existence. I don't think we're going to be successful, but let's have a bit of fun with it and we'll give some sats to something yeah, at the end of the season, once we've taken it all from St. Mern, <laughs> they um, St. What? Mern. St. Mern. So it's not so, not St. Mirren. It's St. Mern. Mirren. St. Mern. Mirren. Through the flaming galah. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, the thing is, hopefully we'll get a couple of new fans as well. Hopefully we'll see some replies and. Uh, Someone back Aberdeen, someone back Saints, and someone back St. Mirren, Dundee United, whatever, you know. Hopefully, there'll be oh, some. Oh, yeah, I want uh, to see people having a real good goal. Overseas Scottish football fans, you know. Yeah, there's, there's going to be a few. Right, here we go. Go on. Sorry, Salmon's just said, on my break at work, should I join with a voice changer? Sure. Can you do that? I don't know. Probably not. I'll just say, come on in. Um, oh, Haggis is. I didn't even know you could do that. No, I think, he's ta- I think he's taking the piss. I don't think he, I don't think you can. The, um, <laughs> um, also, excuse me for a second, I guess I just want to do, I've, that was so two surprises. One was your voicemail for Brendo. The, the other is what's in my hand. It, it, so, can I just say, he, he wouldn't tell me what this was. No, this one is really good. Okay. Oh, sorry, also Haggis was good. I liked but, Haggis. <laughs> but this one is also good. So, and Haggis is going to like this too, right? I don't know if you listened to, we did a pod recently with um, Crispy. What was Crispy's beat bit Crispy? Yeah, BTC underscore Crispy maybe, I think. Check it Or out. Crispy underscore BTC. So, and um, he was just about to have, um, or his, his partner oh. was, yes, his, his partner was, so there was good news and bad news. Um, oh, hang on. No, no, it's okay. It goes okay. It's, it's, good, it's a good ending, <laughs> trust me. Um, we'll start with the good news. The, the little chip has been born. The little chip. Yep. Um, and the little chip was born 
or at block seven four two five one three. Everyone is fine. Baby was born really easily. Boy, no girl, problem. what have we got? Do I'm we not know? saying. I don't know if I what can say. Oh, so, okay. but, but that's the block. Um, but everything is um is great. Um, I got a message and I got a photo actually as well. Um, oh. so yeah, beautiful. Um, so in third place was brisket. Okay, sorry, all br- this is so, sorry, brisket. You were one thousand six hundred thirty-five blocks out. In second place is Daz. Um, you were six, quite close to Daz, six hundred and two blocks out. But in first place, and this is funny, is is our friend Bodog. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So what do we what do we get? Thirty thousand. So he was five hundred eight blocks out. So Bodog, there are thirty thousand oh, sats. Ten thousand of them are coming from Brendo. Shit! And uh, we will pay up. It's a bet. It's a bet. Oh, that's fine. Congratulations to um, Crispy and Mrs. Crispy. Yeah, Crispy. And the so little, the so little chip. yeah, it's B I underscore T underscore Crispy, Crispy of Plebton. There you go. Um, yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Crispy. Fantastic. I love, I love how people are. Um, like naming the block height of their child now that's, yeah, just, that's yeah. good right um fucking bodog bodog Jeez. so yeah bodog send us a dm and we'll send us a lightning invoice we'll send it we'll... to hats i'm not fucking answering <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay um hi guys you took yourself off twitter yes tell us why i did mean yes um <clears throat> excuse me uh no i just think that the, the noise was getting too much for the old uh, the old soul. Nah, was, I think it was just a, a long time coming when you spend hours upon hours upon hours, mm-hmm. hours of scrolling through everything and keeping in touch with everyone. I just think eventually it was it came time just to call it quits. So, you know, two months kind of roughly off and done a little bit of traveling actually. We'd seen uh, a couple of places down south, London, Dublin, that kind of thing. So it was good just to kind of recharge, if you say, because obviously the, the price dip as well. So oh, yeah. the that it was kind of during that as well. So you just sort of like take a wee step back and uh, and recharge the batteries, as you say, and then just back on it now and just getting back to memeing and and all that kind of thing as well. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to just getting back in the space and back in the conversations. Would you recommend it to people? Because you've done Brenda's done it a little bit as well. You've backed off a little bit as well. Yeah, but I've never been like you or others where it's just like again hours upon hours like like i'll log in and kind of half the time i'll refresh or, or hit the home button and I'll, i'll miss a whole ton then i'll scroll down and see some and, yeah um which i like i like not being super super deep into it yeah we did just um before we came on there i guess we there was a poster that we both like who has unfollowed me, but anyway, there we go. Still, oh, yeah. Still, yeah. Follow, still follows Brenda. So clearly a badge judge of character. But um, he, he, how many did we work out? Oh, he's, so, he, so September 2021 that he actually joined Twitter with that account. He's mm-hmm. done 64,500 tweets, or, or I guess tweet and tweet replies since September 2021. Like 200 a day or something. Something like that. I don't know Wild. how the fuck you do that. Yeah, that's um, that's that's some amount of commitment. That yeah. Oh my god, I proper should, Maxi. I mean, brilliant. Should give him a shout out because a lot of his stuff is really good. It's Richard Dick Whitman, is his actual thing, and it's uh, underscore D Whitman BTC. A lot mm-hmm. of people would know him because he's, he's everywhere. He is, and but I tell you what, yeah. you'd sort of think by doing that many posts a day that your your quality would drop. <laughs> No, it man. doesn't. No. It's just toxic as it's bro- like, but, but in a good, like a not, in, yeah, like in a sort of pointing out hypocrisy way, you know. And I think what is good about him is that he actually goes out and looks for 
he goes to Ethereum threads or he goes here or he goes there and he will actually yep. attack. You know what I mean? Not just see what's in his feed and, and go from there. So yeah. shout out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the thing about Bitcoin Twitter is it's not just Bitcoin Twitter. You've got every other rabbit hole as well that you can yep. dive into. Yeah. And I mean, like you're saying, like, would you recommend a break for someone that is like your hats where you're constantly scrolling, you're, you want to read everything? Then yeah, I definitely would recommend one. I mean, that was brilliant for me just to not be constantly like that scrolling. So I would definitely say recommend one. It's definitely a long time coming. And it's a good time to do it because we're, we're sort of in this period of, of uncertainty in the world and Bitcoin, bear market, whatever. So it's a good time to sort of build and, and, and better yourself, you know, when you're not in that sort of high intensity bull market phase, you know? Yeah. So is it, do you think it's the bear market that got you off it because of obviously the price dipping or is it the a lot more negativity and infighting, which seems to be what kind of comes out from bear markets. Can I just quickly do, can you also refresh, just give us a, you don't have to tell us prices or anything, but give us a rough idea of what your time scale was to come in. Like in terms, what is this for, a, in a terms of a bear market for you? Is this number one or is this number two? Or, or I mean, I know it depends what you define as one, but like in terms of a major um, So for me, particularly, this would be number one for, well, well, not major correction because we've had in the last, yeah. since I've been in for two and a bit years, so we've had like 40% corrections multiple times over the yeah. last two and a half years. But in terms of like this, the, the, the Big feeling, sustained. yeah, the, yeah, the sustain and the feeling in the general sort of Twitter space, whatever, I hate that word space, but <laughs> um, you could probably class this as the first one for, for, for myself. Um, I think more it was more on the negativity side. Um, you just, you know, you see a lot of that, like we kind of fighting that kind of thing. So I think it was just to really say that, look, there's no... There's no educational value in the tweets I'm seeing now. There's no um, value at all. It's just people just whatever. So I think it was more that and also the price as well. You, you need to take that into consideration. That the, the good thing is I'm not entirely underwater. I'm not, I didn't disappear because I'm going to go fire myself up a bridge or something. But yeah, um, yeah no, it was good. It was good. definitely good. And I think that, that it's definitely allowed me to... to grow the conviction even stronger because that's the whole point of a bear market isn't it it allows you to, to, to go back to, to the drawing board stack more sats and also your conviction grows doesn't it yeah. because that's when you realize you realize the fundamental value of bitcoin you you don't just focus on price you are able to understand that you know what bitcoin is good for how, how it will help us etc etc so you get a little better understanding of, of what this thing can do for us so i think that's probably the main thing as to why I took a, I took a break. No, that's cool. It's very, I think it's, it's a good idea. I mean, I'm not, I can say the right thing, I guess, but doing it is a harder thing, I think. But, um, do, you you, do you reckon you could do it? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and, and, well, interestingly, when I'm going, to, I'm going to Africa in sort yep. of September, October time, um, we're, we're going to be 10 days, I think, without any connection. So not just Twitter, not, nothing. Oh, all right. Um, so total cold turkey for ten days. Some, um, well, whether I might try and sneak, you know, an office somewhere where I get a, some connect. But gen, I think it's generally be pretty much cold turkey. I'm going to be. I'm kind of interested to see because that'll be forced on me because I don't think I could do it personally. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm an addict. You know, I'm an addict. I'm a behave like an addict, and that sounds pathetic. I understand. Like Twitter is. I understand. Also, understand that Twitter isn't real life. Um, but. It can become for people, particularly in a draw in a drawdown time. Like you, so, this time for you is my eighteen. So, like mm -hmm. you know, I yeah. was really you, you know 
not euphoric, but like it was things were going well and then things were going really not well. But then that for me, it was the double down and learn in 18. So this is it's probably the double down for you, Brendo, as well. Like, yeah. re, do you actually genuinely find your conviction, not just ride off the back the tales of somebody else's conviction, which, which is yeah, what I absolutely. used to do, right? Um, and, you know, still do to an extent. But um, but we always we have to be cognizant of the fact that there are people who, you know, are really significantly underwater, like overextended themselves, mm. um, and and are not shitcoiners, right? So, but they're still feeling the pain. They are still feeling the pain um, because they thought and they got they made a you know made a mistake in the sense maybe they've overextended themselves, but they've done it for the right reasons. So we have to sort of help help these people as much as we so possibly can. So are they hurting more though? Because are these are guys that are using leverage or have been. Well, you don't necessarily have to have been using le- yes. Anybody using leverage is, you know, if you if you've gone, uh, you know, if you've gone even leverage on you know long Bitcoin, yes, you're feeling the pain because you probably had a had a margin call and you know all of a sudden that Bitcoin that you think you had you don't have so much and it's pretty de- pretty demoralizing where you had a target you'd maybe reached your target and now you're back below your target again. Um, but so that leverage, yes. But you know, if any of these, you c- you could just be a person who has a you know a regular person with a regular job and a regular salary and you were you know you'd gone 90 percent into bitcoin because you thought the bitcoiners were right and they are but that 10 percent that you've left yourself is when inflation starts to run and your bills start to run oh, not it's not enough so you're forced into the selling of bitcoin when you don't want when you don't remember want richard to. said this at um because his um, oh yep yeah, um yeah. Uh, richard james um so he's so he he got into that situation because he was in the travel business and COVID came along. No, he didn't do anything wrong. Mm. He was a, you know, a hardcore Bitcoiner who was, a, but just happened to be in the wrong industry mm. when this horrible event happened. Mm. Um, and then he had to f- sell some of his Bitcoin to continue the thing. And he did, and, and he's fine. I, but, I hope that's not too doxy. No, he said that. He said that on the pod. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, so, but, but also what he said in the pod was that's why he had the Bitcoin because ultimately you know if we genuinely believe it's our savings account yes you use it like a savings account right you, yeah. you spend it when you have to yeah right? that's what this, that's what the rainy day fund is for the rainy day yeah right so he got his rainy day and he spent his rainy day fund now the difficulty with that sorry i'm on a little bit of a rant but the difficulty with that is obviously the rainy day happens at the time when the bitcoin price is depressed mm. right so you're having to sell into a depressed market so you're like oh my god one i don't want to sell and two i'm selling into a low price uh, yeah which is which is tough to take right but and that's why all of us are you know oh you know get over, you should be 100 percent and put bitcoin to the moon and not, you know we all get those feelings sometimes and but when you come to this stage it, it, that kind of doesn't work you know bang comes back to hit you in the face in a way yeah, right yeah, yeah. so you have to it, have co- it comes back to the yeah it comes back to the argument i remember when we were near all-time high uh, there was the argument of um the get on zero argument if you remember that which was you know are you all in so everything is in bitcoin and you sell as and when you need or are you the type of person that has like a DCA and a set amount they put away every month, but they keep fiat on hand for everyday expenses. Yeah. And when it's in the bull market scenario, you know you're 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 sitting pretty comfortably. But then when you've been stuck, if you if you were all in at forty five k whatever, 
but now you're having to sell all the way down here. You're sorry, you're, you're thinking of pounds? To, to struggle. You're thinking of pounds? Just yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. Sorry, no, sorry. No, no worries. Great British pounds, yes. Yeah. So uh, it, it comes back to that, that argument as well, doesn't it? You know, if, if you were sitting comfortable up there, however, now you're in this position where the price is a lot lower than where you were stacking, having to sell for your everyday expenses become, can become really disheartening. It can yes. be, you know, on the mind, it can be very, very hard. So the, the get on zero, I think, is a good idea, but it's only really a good idea if you've already been there for sort of four and five years. Because there yeah. will be there are there are those sats that you bought at whatever that would be five years four or five years ago that are not underwater right there and probably and obviously caveat you no idea but um, they're never going to be I, I'd be very doubtful if you know four or five years ago sats for any length of prolonged length of time are ever going to be underwater right mm. so if worst case scenario you're selling the stuff that you bought cheaply you, you know you can think about it that way you can sell the um, the sats that you bought cheaply and not the ones that you bought up at 45 or 69 wherever we got to or wherever the wherever the US dollar got to so um, but anybody who was within the last two years or three years um, and bought all the way up to the peak and probably FOMO'd in near the top because they're like oh I'm right I'm going to double down on myself because I can see I'm right and then they're going oh shit mm. and also so that's yeah. one side of the equation but the other side of the equation is you know you go to Tesco right and you go, holy shit! What happened to the price of my mints, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Um, and what is so? That's something I wanted to ask you, Haggis. So, inflation numbers at, in the UK now are running at nine point one, same as in America. Yeah. How is that for you? Like, uh, what are you seeing? I mean, your standard going around the supermarket, you can see the difference straight away. It's not like initially, as it was creeping up in the sort of like five sixes, you weren't really seeing anything too major however you see it especially now in the price of fruit and veg and meat is the big one that you can really really see it as well and in scotland perhaps you'll you'll know this as well obviously in scotland we have the the minimum pricing alcohol thing oh yeah if you remember that yeah so we've got that as well so especially for things like alcohol you can see the difference because we've already got an added tax on alcohol and then on top of that we've got 9.1 percent inflation so even things like that is looking very, very expensive now. And I think that Haggis, two the seconds. general consensus... Wait, wait a second, among... mate. Explain that for Brenda, would you please? Oh, sorry. And maybe for everybody else that doesn't understand. Oh, bigger pardon. Yes, yeah, so the minimum pricing alcohol thing is essentially um, per... I think it's per unit yep, of I think so. alcohol in um, whatever it is, a beer or a spirit or whatever. Um, there's a certain amount of tax that gets added on to that because in Scotland, as you can tell by the voice note at the beginning of the podcast, we're all alcoholics. <laughs> so they thought if they increase the if they increase the price of, um, of, of of alcohol, it'll stop people drinking, but evidently it doesn't. Yeah. Case it's my point. So tax, yeah. Right? Yeah, essentially it's just, you know, lining the pockets of the 1% even more. So it is what it is. But um, yeah, so I, I think... The general consensus right now is that you know, things are starting to get a little bit interesting, especially obviously fuel and stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, the car I drive is a diesel, and I'm two pounds per liter of diesel now, and it's it's really 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 expensive. It's now one point. Yeah. So what are we talking there? Um. So three dollars sixty. Oh, three dollars sixty a liter of diesel. 
There you go. And that's we just are, a week of the year. We're yeah. away for day. I don't we're know like what we are for day. Two fifty-ish, I think. Two fifty. We're currently so currently over here. They've take so I think um, tax on fuel over here is forty-four cents a liter, but they've halved it for a period of I can't remember three months maybe, which ends up in September. Um, so another twenty-two cents are going to come back on. But we are not the same as you guys are. That said. You know the ge- geography of Australia is different, and it's massive. And some people travel a long way. Yep. Partic- you know the truckies and all these the guys that travel between capital cities over here are traveling a long, long way. And to, to fill up a cost of a you know an eighteen wheeler or something it must be uh, it must be astronomical, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so we all have to pay for that through the price of our whatever it is that they're carrying. Um, so we might not see it so much in the field, but we might see it in the products, right? Um, but you mm. guys are, and I think we're seeing. I can't tell you the Australian number, but it's like. Five, it's, it's, we're at the low end, but we're like five. I'm not point, sure. You'd know five something. I read it recently. I think maybe five six, but don't quote me on that one. But the, the UK is nine one, and um, and so that's double what we're saying, right? Basically, yeah. So we're and it's it's become obvious. To, well, not it's obvious to anybody that's looking now. Um, so that, and that's a good point too. So you're talking about say truckers that are paying this much for fuel. Not everyone realizes. I think that inflation, like the actual kind of flow on effects of it as well. They go mm-hmm. right. Yeah, my my toilet paper my groceries whatever have gone up this is ridiculous and then everyone you know governments are saying no it's you know these companies charging exorbitant prices but when mm-hmm. you've got the guys curing Sit, these right. things and their their prices go up they've got to pass on those costs they do. And, and it just goes just like a fucking domino effect well what you get to begin with you take a restaurant for example so like if you're in a small we're a small town not you know a huge amount of restaurants so when input costs i was speaking to a guy yesterday day before, day before um he's a chef and i was just asking how things going and he's like yeah oh yeah i was in i was in the place right and he mm. said oh how was it blah, blah, blah. and i said he said how, how was it? Oh, so it was really good but um, we're going to make a few changes to the menu uh, so he said that because we're having to we're going to change things up a little bit for the customers but we're also having to put a dollar fifty onto every item right yeah and the dollar fifty. oh you can't say where that is obviously really you'll tell to, me after yeah yeah but we're talking like a uh, like a good quality burger joint, not like a McDonald's. Oh, like yeah, a, I know, I know. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So, but um, but dollar fifty. So you're talking like a pound onto just a little bit less than a pound onto every single menu item, right? Mm. Um, now, but but they've held off and they've held off and they've held off because they don't. Well, firstly, in a small community, you don't want to be the one that goes first yeah. because you're like, oh, you're just taking advantage of us all, putting the prices up. But also. You, at some point you have to go right you have to you have to pass on you're not you don't run a restaurant yeah okay you might enjoy cooking food but you're running as if it's a business you're running it to make money yeah and that's okay there's nothing wrong with you didn't feel bad about making money you don't want to um, make less money for you know the same output well i read a thing in, in this because i still obviously follow when you're thing. sorry when your expenses go up as well right so, yeah um i read a thing in as uh, i think it was the uk um hospitality industry body can't remember what they're called and they're stating just now that 40 percent of the the businesses they represent are not making a profit 40 percent now at some either you close or your prices go up that's it that's the choices Mm. eventually right Mm. um you can maybe stomach it for a while but you can't stomach it forever yeah so i mean the things that i've seen um Things like, for example, the anti theft devices are now being put around things like cheese and baby milk, uh, you know, formula milk, the powdered milk stuff, the, yeah. the, the little devices that, that, that wrap around, etc. Things like that. So, 
obviously the, the supermarkets businesses are now becoming a much more aware that the price of things are, are starting to steadily creep up and they're, they're taking measures obviously to protect their, their livelihoods etc but you've been seeing th- things like that like you know a, a theft device around cheese it's just bonkers absolutely bonkers i mean and at 9.1 percent inflation if you're not getting the pay rise to match it and um, what are you now that one nine point one percent you're looking at what's that just over a month of the year you're now working for nothing essentially yeah yeah before tax Something like that, yeah but even before though, tax like, yeah all, all those extra anti-theft devices like that that's costing them Which, money and they're not absorbing that no the price of that cost will yeah. also be so i i don't believe we see we see it locally. So what i'm seeing locally and i i could be wrong in this but um there's there have been um uh, house like a lot more house break-ins and car um, thefts and things like that and i'm like we never had that here before like and it's we live in a kind of small area but it's growing you know post-covid a lot of people emptied the cities so this place has grown quite a lot so you're going to get there's more people there's going to be more of everything good and bad but also i just think i fundamentally don't believe in bad people i just believe that desperate people do desperate things don't don't get me wrong i there are some crazy lunatics in the world, but I don't believe they are a big percentage of the population. I just think desperate people do desperate things. Um, and, yeah, when you start to see, like, car break-ins, house break-ins, like, nobody wants to do that. Like, nobody wakes up one day and goes, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to rob from my neighbour or I'm going to rob... The... They won't, don't want to do that. They do it because they can't eat, right? They want to eat. Mm. And it's okay that they want to eat. That's all right. And I'm not making an apology. No, no, none of us want to change, and I don't want to do that either. But um, I remember, I mean, oh, I don't know, is this a bit doxy? I remember saying to my, I remember saying to my wife, like, I, I can't imagine where I'd get to the point where I'd want to throw a. We were watching some demonstration somewhere, right? And I was like, I can't imagine getting up to the point where I wanted to throw a brick at a policeman, right? I just, I just can't. I want to respect the police. I do. I want to respect the police. But and then she said, Yeah, but what if they threw a brick at your at the kid? Mm. I'm like, yeah, I would throw a brick right in his face immediately. So yeah. does that make me a bad guy? It makes your wife an anarchist. <laughs> yeah, clearly. But um, I'm proud of that. <laughs> um, I'm lucky. But um, yeah, it's just I don't believe, you know, yeah, just get people that are having a hard time of it start to do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do because they don't want to do it. And actually, it probably makes them feel worse because they, they also don't want to be doing it. Mm. Um, and it's, yeah... And it's just happening everywhere. Like, it's not, this isn't isolated one country, two countries, three countries. This is like everywhere. And it's underreported. Well, and it's not even, even when it is reported, it's not even accurate. It's not even, it's yeah. underreported, unreported, or underreported, uh, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like the, the Sri Lanka stuff. Sorry, I can't really say that properly, but we seen that, what was going on there, the, the coup storming the presidential palace, et cetera. We seen that days before it was reported on mainstream media news over here. We, I've seen it on Twitter. Yep. It must have been that. I can't remember exactly. Anyway, but there's things like that, and even when they were in the process of reporting it, like you say, it wasn't even, didn't even scratch the surface of what the actual problem was. You know, they were trying to paint it as problems directly with the, the president. And yeah, some of that would have been the case. However, it's because these people were, were struggling, they're starving, they can't afford to, to get the things they used to be able to afford, and it's all because, obviously because all their money is getting printed away. Mm. Yeah, and I saw today, yesterday, that the, um, so he's he's fled to, I think it's the Maldives, um, because you would flee, right? 
Uh, that's just human, a human reaction when a mob is coming for you to just to flee, mm. right? And you know, if you end up in the Maldives, all the better, <laughs> right? But and the prime minister has said to the, that the army has the order is restore order. Like, what the hell does that mean? Restore order? That means, oh, I don't know. I don't want to speculate what it means. I think everybody can work out for their own mind what it means, mm. right? But it's like, you know, there's de again desperate people. Hungry, needing fuel, they can't work, they can't get to work. There's their, their jobs disappeared. The price of everything's gone up, and and basically we're all at the whim of the U.S. dollar. Yeah. We're all at the whim of whatever Jerome Powell does tomorrow. All of us, every country in the world, um, which is just incredible, um, that one man or a or a committee of six men can sit down and decide what everybody else's fate is tomorrow. Can you imagine trying to operate a business? in this climate like where do you allocate your money um do you invest for the future do you try and hold on to, to staff do you imagine that yeah. like staff members you maybe had for 15 years you're gonna have to let them go because you're not making the money anymore or your products you're having you're getting nine percent inflation you can only pass on four percent to the customer or whatever it is <coughs> it's just um it's going to be really, really, really difficult for people. And I know this sounds really negative, but it's like negative. It is negative, so let's say it for what it is. And I guess the the advice, the flip side of that is, when you are also living... My other world, the Bitcoin world, is the most hopeful place I've ever lived. Right? Especially in a bear market. Not well, I mean, with the caveat that, you know, other people are having a hard time. I mean, yeah. I, I, I am too, right? Don't get me wrong. Like I'm feeling yeah, yeah. the pain too. <laughs> Um, but it's like that's a hopeful place to be and this other could, thing is yeah. horrible this other place is horrible it's a horrible place to live and it's getting and the vast majority of people don't even know about bitcoin they've heard the word but they don't know what it is um so they're only living in this really negative increasingly worse place because they don't know about the alternative or they don't i don't even think they'd be maybe they don't even think there is an alternative yeah well same time yeah or, or yeah, yeah. certainly they don't think that bitcoin is is the alternative yeah because then because the because the message that's painted to them every time they pick up a newspaper or a, a turn on their television or whatever is 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 awful ponzi 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 right yeah um, absolutely the, the difficult thing is as well i find that especially now compared to like even even despite cost of living crisis and despite bitcoin price tanking i'm always looking to orange pill the next person and Especially now when, say, trying to orange pill someone two years ago was a lot easier because obviously people had more money. The COVID had just started to kick off and, and the people were in a lot better position. However, now, especially when this cost of living crisis is starting to get on their way, how do we start to orange pill these people when you know they don't have the, the, the little bit of cash spare to, to, to put into a DCA? Because they really could be struggling. Like I know it's, we, we always joke, oh, it's always just don't buy your morning coffee, £5, $5 a day, DCA, we'll, we'll, we'll save you, etc. But for some people, it's, even that is the difference between, you know, going with food or going without food, you know? It's, so it, it is difficult. And I don't. Uh, that's something that I'm still trying to learn is how to, not to, to tackle these people, that's probably, would want to use a better word, but how to, to discuss Bitcoin with these people knowing they're in a really, really difficult financial situation now, as it is, caused by the rampant inflation. Mm. The one thing that makes me slightly hopeful is that it used to be 
nobody would say they're in a difficult financial position because the the shame that comes with that, right? Because everybody thinks, well, you've got yourself into a negative financial position. It's your fault, and I'm not. I'm never going to tell anybody I'm poor because there's a there's a there's a there's a shame that goes with that. Whereas now it's getting to the point where everybody's discussing how much everything's costing, how much it, how hard it is to make ends meet, and it's becoming okay to say it. Mm. Um, which is a good thing, right? Because mm. then we, c- if we can at least have that conversation. We can go, oh, well, yeah, I'm feeling that too. Yeah, I'm not buying this anymore or I'm changing, um, you know, changing from whatever supermarket to the other supermarket because it's a cheaper supermarket, right? Um, and people need to, there's a real big thing. Like people, of course, there have been people um, getting, getting involved in things that are ridiculously stupid, but they need to realize that... Um, there is an alternative, um, and the big the big picture problem they didn't cause it. It's not their fault. Um, it's it's just something that is forced upon them as it's being forced upon everybody else. It's like I would say poorer people have probably understood the issue more because they've felt it from a, for a long time. Yeah, they they felt squeezed, but now the squeeze is coming up and up and up. The social whatever you want to call that, the middle class or the lower upper class. Well, I hate all that class system, but that's. You know, the people with a little bit more than the people who have a little bit less, right? So it's just, um, yeah, I'm hopeful that people feel able, hopefully they feel able to at least discuss it with their friends and family and that things are difficult. And then they can maybe, that can maybe get them to the conversation of, okay, what do I do instead? Because right, because before they were not even thinking of what do I do instead, they were like, this is just what I do. Um, but that, I mean, Haggis's point though is a really good one. Like the people that are so so desperate and and potentially don't know where their next meal is coming from. How, even if they see Bitcoin as a potential lifeboat, they can't do anything about it anyway. No, how do they go? Right, I'm going to buy Bitcoin instead of eating today. So I don't. That's when it comes down to pure need. You know, actual. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they do is the short answer. Um, I, I, I'm, and I have tweeted about this before. <laughs> well, I think we get to the point where we're getting to the point anyway. We're getting close to the point that the vast majority of people are not going to buy Bitcoin. Mm. They are only going to earn Bitcoin. They're going to start working for Bitcoin. So, but but for people to be encouraged to work for Bitcoin, Bitcoin has to be going up. Yes, they have to see the value in Bitcoin go up. So, and Bitcoin will go up when if and when Powell Powell pivots right when the the, the, cute, the tightening narrative stops like be interesting to know if Japanese people right now are thinking you know should I work for Bitcoin because the value of Bitcoin will be doing better against the yen yeah right so um because they are they're, they're, they're just QE on steroids right mm. and still they're just still doing it whereas the rest of us are sort of um. Yeah. Well, rest of us certainly where we, the, you know, the, we three are. Worst that we're in this sort of tightening mm. phase right now. But at some stage, that has to stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And when it does, the the QE or the money print or whatever you want to call it, the, st- the stimulus or it, it has to be massive to make any difference. Massive. Yeah. I mean, the, stim- the stimulus has already sort of started here. I mean, the 
the UK are, are doing £650 cost of living payment and the first mm. one is soon. I don't, I can't recall exactly the date, but it's, it's you, you get half of it first and it's like 325 and then another 325 at some other point. But that's to, to low-income households. And uh, obviously it, it always starts at low-income low households. But I think eventually that's just, that programme is going to get extended more and more and more. And it's going to just eventually involve the whole and we said about class system, the whole sort of lower class, and then the whole middle class as well. So it's just going to be all the normies, essentially. Um, so it, we've already we've already seen that sort of stimulus, and it's, it's only going to get bigger as time goes on. It said, um, I just saw the BBC this morning, I guess it's yes, 326, cost of living payment. doesn't actually say the start date. I didn't, I've not got the whole article here, but direct payments mm. to help with the soaring cost of living are starting to be paid by the government into 8 million people's accounts eight million. eight million that's crazy yeah that's and a that's lot a one of and the population one over there is what 65 so you're talking yeah. more than you know more than one in ten that's a one-off payment or are we talking uh, like two three two payments of 325 pounds and that's and then it beyond, but but you know where do you stop how can you stop if the fuel cost if the costs don't come back down like if fuel costs don't come back down if your energy bill like right now it's july it's scotland in scotland in july it must be must be beautiful is it sunny? Oh, we're we're in the middle of a heat wave right now. And, there you go. Uh, we were we were on Sunday. We were twenty seven degrees Celsius, which is like you'll know that's that's coming home. Amazing. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. But I mean, even like uh, the with the cost of living payments as well is that it also ropes in to the whole um, new world order as well, the world economic form. You know, if you're starting to give people free money. These people aren't, well, not, I don't want to generalise, but these people eventually aren't going to want to work. If they're getting their bills paid from, if this 650 payment becomes £1,500 a month, £2,000 a month, yep. when things get really bad, people aren't going to want to work. And uh, it's going to get to the point where they're going to be heavily reliant on that government money. And that's the thing that we need to, to, to stop and get in between is before they turn it into CBDCs, is getting them on that Bitcoin standard, but it's it's beginning now and it's happening. Everything we've been talking about for the last two, three years about where life is going to go, it's, it's happening now. And this isn't is the that, start of it. Isn't that crazy yeah. though? I've said this before though. It's like Bitcoiners have just been right. Consistently. Consistently about every, everything. So like, you know, you see something about, you know, you know, it won't be too long before this happens or that happens. You go, oh, no way, man. Yep. No way. And then... There sure is, enough. Three months down the line. Sure this enough. This is what I said to you because, like, you read all these. You, when you first come in, you see read all this sort of tox, toxic side of things, and you're like, "Oh, that's a bit much." Mm. And then, but and to begin with, I would be like, "Oh, that's a bit much." But then I went, "Well, just give it six months, and then reform your opinion on that because you know because I'd seen it enough that I was like, "Oh, well, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong." So it's like, okay, we'll have to revise my thought process. But can I ask you a question? And I, I don't answer this if you don't want to. But um. When if if and when that that payment is offered to you, Haggis, will you take it? Because I think you should. I'll, I'll just preface this with with I think you should. Because if you don't, you get poorer as a result. Even if you know. Um, yeah, sorry, I mean, that, that, absolutely. That? I know. I know that. Like, I would say, yeah, absolutely take it. I mean, at the end of the day, it is free money, sort of. But I, I, the difference is, in my financial situation is, I will be able to put if if that payment does come probably will at some point. I'll be able to put a significant amount of that into Bitcoin. However, this payment for others is a lifeline. You know, yeah. they, they, they need that because the difference, this payment is the difference between, like we said earlier on, it's between eating 
or not eating. So it's, but yeah, I, I think I would take it definitely. I mean, this winter is for Northern Europe. This winter is going to be for a lot of people. It's going to be a situation of food or food or heat, and they'll choose food, yeah. right? Because you have to choose food. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm bullish on jumpers. <laughs> like, I'm bullish on jumpers. What can I tell you? Buy, a, buy a sleeping bag. Yeah, I mean, yeah, an hoodie. You could you could probably put again. Uh, clothing range two bit idiots on hoodies and sell those to Bitcoin. I'd say I'll make a fortune. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's nuts though, right? I mean, it's it's funny, but it's not funny, right? No, yeah, no, it's 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 crazy, and like it's just it, it, it it's funny, but not in a way like we're talking about this not disaster situation, but like we know we all three of us know the shape of the world, where we're going to be in two, three, four, five years. We know we know exactly, pretty much. And we're sitting here talking about it and we're obviously not, you know, it's like, how do you, we, we go about our lives normally. But how do you act normal knowing the direction mm-hmm. we're going in? Mm-hmm. That, do you get where I'm coming from? It's, it's, it's hard. Like, you know, we, we've just got, you know, you go out for a, for a beer, you go out for something to eat and you've just got to act normal. But you know things aren't normal. Like, that, that's the thing harder. that, yeah, that's the thing that I'm now starting to sort of get into now. It's like, holy like where are we you know it's just bananas and and the unfortunate thing is is that everyone in my social circle um is now starting to realize the same like when i first got in salmon and i um we w- did the whole you know telling everyone how things were going to pan out over covid over over everything lockdown, etc and obviously they didn't buy it didn't believe us however now we're coming out of the back of it yeah. And they're starting to see the, the, the damages that it's caused, the inflation, et cetera. And they're reasoning, oh, maybe these guys actually do know what they're talking about. And they're so starting you, to listen to us a lot more. Yeah, I was going to say, are you getting people coming back to you and going, oh, so how does that conversation go? Like, how does that? Well, it's just the whole, like, you know, you don't, you, you know, when they don't come come back to you, you, you don't sit and smirk at them and go, oh, I, I knew you'd come back, et cetera. You just, you just stay humble about it, obviously, you know. Stay yeah. humble, stack stats, all that kind of thing. But it's, it's, it's interesting because at the end of the day, these people that even though two years ago they might have called you crazy, they might have called you whatever name under the sun, but at the end of the day, they're still they're still your friends. You know, they're still your family members. They're, st- they're on your side. You know, at the end of the day, we all need to stick together on this thing. The people versus the, the real people who are the, the enemies, the government, etc. So it's, you just welcome them with open arms and say, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're to be on site, okay. and you just educate them and, and let them really know. No, that's pretty much it. Yes, yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's um, yeah, to see them, to see them come back. See, the the weird thing for me is like what the the ones that you've not quite got yet is like why, why would a why would a central banker somewhere care more about you? than me your son brother cousin friend like i'm not here to scam you and you know me like you've known me your whole entire life so i'm not here to scam you i'll do if anything i will try and talk you out of buying too much bitcoin right i I, you know so why are you listening to this nice newspaper television channel politician banker over your friend that's trying to Talk, talk to you and, and I'm, yeah as you well hopefully more of those conversations like more and more people who go oh yeah i guess was actually onto something i should really chat to him and he's the bitcoin or at least because at least when somebody goes i oh, maybe i should get some bitcoin they know that you're the guy 
right? Because yeah, you've annoyed because exactly. you've annoyed them before. Yeah, but it's also I think it's a, it's a, a less palatable truth. I mean, it is the truth, but it's far less palatable than your breakfast show that has you know a, a water skiing squirrel, yeah. you know, in, dispersed with the weather and other kind of celebrity news and those kinds of packages. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for all that you do realize that that person cares about you more than whoever the morning show presenter is that what they're saying to you is a lot less easy to take than what the morning show guy is exactly he's selling you you know she's selling you like a maybe you'll win a thousand dollars if you spin this water pistol or whatever yeah yeah and you won't (laughs) but um yeah i think the reality is now as well is that two years ago pre-covid three years ago the things that we talk about in, in, in this space and the things that we discuss, they're scary. They're yes. very scary. Like you know, exactly. the, the reality of 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 dollar crashing and and the whole system coming down is scary. However, now I think people are almost ready to face scary. That's what I'm starting to see. Is that more people are starting to realise that I need to you know put the big boy pants on, and, and essentially go, you know go, go from there. Yeah. I hope you're right. I think I think you might be right, but I'll, yeah, I also have to hope you're right as well. Hmm. Um, it's going to be more that there's going to be more coming. But we just see I, I, it's it's funny because you go through this. Oh, I'm in an investment, or I'm in a thing that's going to go up in value, and this is this is going to be good for me, and I want it to go quickly, and that that's the mindset, right? And everybody who anybody who says differently is a fucking liar <laughs> when they first get in. And let me well, unless you're Satoshi, right? Um, <laughs> but um. Once you get beyond that, it can take a while, but once you get beyond that, you're like the best thing that could happen here is like a really slow transition. Yeah, yeah. Like the value of this just goes up by a couple of percent, a few percent. They'll be boring as shit, and it'd be annoying as anything because you're like, <laughs> oh my god, how long do we have to wait? But the best thing yeah. for the masses is that this goes, this happens slowly. But the flip side of that is everything's speeding up, right? You can see it. Yeah, people are like, I love this on Twitter. You get a lot of what's going to be the first thing to break and i'm like have you not seen like everything right now like you know like can I, do you want me to give you do you want to give you a 400 headlines of all of the broken things because yeah, they're yeah. broken yeah um you no know, there is a war going on you know people in sri lanka did storm the presidential palace you know german people are paying five times the fuel there is inflation running Tur- at i don't know how digits. turkey's not a bigger story no it's mental it's ridiculous um, but there's Effie, right? Who is now, um, I think this is okay. Um, uh, working, working for, for a Bitcoin for, well, working for a Bitcoin com- company, yep. earning, I assume, US dollars or Bitcoin. So, which is great. So, he, there's an example of a guy who's who's smart enough to work out and been early enough to work out, but also has then changed his behaviour and is now probably doing quite well. But at the same time, he's still living around mm. everybody else who's struggling. It doesn't make it easy. It just makes it easy for you. Mm. or easier for you but yeah, you, still have to, I, you still have to watch the other thing I was in Turkey in May the beginning of May and it was um, I think they printed around 60% inflation while I was over there and I remember when um, I was in one it was just a little shop little corner shop and a guy actually had a big massive spreadsheet on his computer um tracking the price of everything that we were buying because inflation was that high and that wow. seeing that i was just like oh my I, I, I could literally see it was just some bits, bits and bobs that we were buying but i could see him looking up the current price of whatever it was because yep. i thought everything 
was changing and, and, and he, he, he said to us he was like if you're paying please could you pay us in either euros or US dollars we don't really want lira and he said yeah. that to us straight up like look ideally can can I have US dollars and obviously we didn't have any we had euros um, but everywhere we went not a single person was keen to take lira for obvious reasons but everyone was saying oh please please euros please please US dollars mm-hmm. and to see that firsthand was was just mind-boggling yeah. it was it was crazy so this is the you just go to the uh what was it i had listened was it preston and lawrence the part i think where you just go to the thing that's better than your thing yeah that's what you do right or the, the most the most low barrier thing that's better than your thing so if your thing is the australian dollar and it goes to shit and the new zealand dollar is better you take the New Zealand dollar, the New Zealand dollar goes to shit, you go to the, you know, British pound, you go to the euro, then you go to the US dollar. But eventually, where you're coming to is Bitcoin. It's just that if only people could mm. get there in one step rather than five. Um, yeah. Because of it, ultimate, I mean, I, I do think the, the American dollar, US dollar is going to be strong until it isn't. You know, it's going to be the strongest. That's a stupid thing to say. But it's going to be strong. <laughs> Till it isn't right. Um, it's going to be strongest. I mean, it's yeah. That, that is the thing. The US dollar, unfortunately, still is king, isn't it? It's it's it is going to be for the next wee while. Like, we're, I don't think this is obviously just my opinion, and it might be controversial to some, but I don't think we're going to see the, the whole US dollar going to zero soon. I don't. I think that's more of a long term thing because it is always going to be the, the the you know it's not always going to be the world as a currency, but it is going to be for the next little while. I think, um, but we definitely will see. All the others crash around it. I think. I mean, look at the euro. That's that's sub parity now. Yep. You don't get it's one dollar gets you like ninety eight cents or something like that now. What, so sorry, what was before that happened? What was the euro kind of sitting at consistently? It was like one fifteen, one twenty, something like that. Okay. Something. Like I mean, that. I remember it's like I even mean, as far back when it's st- sorry, go on. even as far back when it started, it was like one seventy two. Yeah, wow. When it first started off, when the the, the euro before became all the a Greek thing, stuff. yeah, before like obviously Southern Europe's totally bankrupt. So yeah, so you used to get quite you know a good good rate now, but now it's obviously it's always dead on arrival because of the way the EU works. And that's another thing that I think will be on the horizon is the breakup of the EU as well. I think that'll be coming uh, coming ahead soon. Man, this is one of the more positive uh, pods yeah. we've ever had. <laughs> but it's just, it's just the reality. Is it's just the situation yeah, it is, it is. It is, right? Um, yeah, so we're, yeah, one twenty. Well, yeah, one sort of fifteen to one twenty-five was sort of the range in the last five years. But you're right. Before that, you were up at you know the one sixties, one seventies, and that's for a currency like a major world currency to start doing that against another major world currency is a huge move. And who was it? Who's about? Is it Chile? No, no, someone's about to adopt the euro. Croatia. Croatia. I don't know where I got Chile. <laughs> I knew it started. To say. Is, I'm glad we made it. You just lighting uh, things up again. Oh, shit. Uh, 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 um, yeah, Croatia. I was mm. like, and I was, uh, and I'm told what a dick of a post this is, but I was like, oh, awesome. Croatia's beautiful. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> like, like, you know, like that is the craziest move. I've, I, that is that is but my. Are they like, like shitting themselves now? Going fucking hang on a minute. Don't but what is, is. I don't. I couldn't actually tell you the Croatian currency off the top of my head. The crowd. Yeah. Um, no idea. Come back to me, maybe. But the um, but 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 the reality is their currency is probably shitter than the euro. Yeah. Right. So the euro is shit. Like total dog shit. 
but it's probably better yeah, off. So this, be, this is the, to be, go yeah. to the thing that's slightly better than you. Yeah. Um, so Brendo has this thing, and I, I'm, I'm trying to think what everybody's... Um, I don't mean what you manufacture a persona on Twitter, right? I mean, what actually just... It's like a nickname, right? A nickname's not cool if you give it to yourself. <laughs> it's a nickname's cool when somebody else gives you. Where are you going with this? Well, you've kind of become... So, well, I'll start with me. Right, and then I'll, and then I want to go to Haggis. Um, but so I'm I think I've become the the countdown guy on Twitter, like because I do the countdown. Right, nobody gives a shit about my post. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I do this countdown yeah, every yeah. now and again, so people notice yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You've become the target. The, I've become the, a well, target. No, no, no. You've yeah, become fucking. I thought. Well, I yeah, you have become that. But Jesus. you've also become, and you have to give. <laughs> I love how you have to give him ten thousand cents. Um, ah. But you've become the the Jack guy. What Who's did you say? Jack guy. You, you you. So Brando has this habit of every time that. Uh, mm. Mallers and Dorsey go quiet. He's like, "I want to get jacked off," or whatever it is you say. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and but but two or three times you've actually it's like two days later it's been like news drop. You just did it again recently. I've been waiting for it. Has there been one? That's what I mean. I'm like, no. well, well, where is it? <laughs> I did something about Jack Mallers a while back, saying, and it dropped immediately. It, it, no, it feels like Jack Mallers is due for something, and then and then he commented on it, which did really well. Oh right, I see. Yeah, I don't remember what the drop was. But... So Haggis, what, uh, you are you've got the Scottish angle covered. What is your what is your thing? Do you have a thing? Oh wait, sorry. So I'm Mister Exclusive. Is that what you're saying? No, you know, you're like the ja- you're the guy that's getting jacked off. That's you. <laughs> I'm the countdown guy. And Haggis, what are you? I have you no just, idea. Maybe just like, I'm just haggis. That's it. Just just haggis. Yeah, I don't know. Buckfast, maybe I can go with that. Oh, awful! That's no, a ter- what? You don't even yeah. know. That I means. don't know what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think I've got one. I've not got a, a gimmick or a, a nickname. Unfortunately, I'll need to get one. I think you're. I think What's haggis. I think haggis is. Well, yeah, but I think haggis has got the Scottish Twitter sewn up. I think he's the guy. Oh, big time, big time. You, you sound. He, you sound like James McAvoy. He does sound a bit like I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I'll take. I'll take that. Absolutely. Well, you don't that. look like him. You just sound like him. But this is <laughs> no, 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 this, no. this is his proper voice for the podcast. You should hear him talking in the pub. <laughs> Hang on, let me play you another excerpt. <laughs> You've got to over enunciate yourself just so Brendo can understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, I still don't. So there you go. That's another reason I don't go on Twitter anymore. I can't handle the abuse. Is there something in that? I mean, I don't mean for you personally, because you can handle the abuse, largely. But, um, like, can we overstep? Can, can you overstep the mark? Is that... Well, I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know how to answer that. Like, is it, like, particularly in right now where people are suffering? Um, or is it is it just go for the net because it's actually what's good for people? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Well, it's the whole immune system, Bitcoin immune system, right? So people going for the neck, like let's say uh, Dick Whitman, mm-hmm. he goes for the neck, mm-hmm. but he's not doing that. I don't think with any real malice, he's just calling out bullshit. No, the intent is great. Yeah. The int- and that's, this is why you can't, you can't legislate for intent. Like, no. that's why I'm like, that's why freeze, that's why if you start blocking speech, like you could say, you know, offensive words, and I could say offensive Entirely. words, and I guess you could say offensive words, and they, they could be exactly the same words, but we could all mean them in different ways and say and them ta- in different environments and take them in different take ways. them in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how can you how can you how can you um, legislate for that? You can't, right? No. So you just got people just got, but people got to take it on the chin, or what? Like, how do you? I don't know. 
Um, I mean, I think that's what the beauty of space is as well. I mean, you see when you go into spaces, you obviously get to hear people. You're able to understand what the context, you know, or the actual the context and, and the way they they, 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 they annotate themselves. You know, I think that's definitely a good thing as well. It needs to be explored more, especially as spaces utilized. To say that's probably a better word, utilized. Mm. Do you go to, on many spaces? Much spaces? To listen, yeah, it's just to do so to listen to that. Obviously, I haven't done a, a much recently, but um, it's good because you get to listen to your Matt Odell's, you get to listen to the people who know Bitcoin inside out. People much smarter than myself talk about something that we both have a common interest in. And it's like that old the meme where it's, it's you know, Baby Yoda listening to the, the OGs of Bitcoin, that's yeah. us. And then when we share that information to our friends we are the actual yoda you know so it's like it's like that meme yeah and that's yeah. how always how you feel especially on, on, on things like spaces and, and and it's raw as well i always feel like obviously a podcast is is raw as well um but you can cut and edit and etc etc whereas spaces it is literally live you're you're yeah, speaking yeah. to people as you are so that's another beauty of it as well is, is that you do get that sort of um authentic feeling to it you you have other bitcoiners, but you don't. There's not there's not a specific Bitcoin meetup or anything that you go to, is there? No, there's the recently there's that. There actually has been a, a Scottish one arranged. However, it's full of shitcoiners, so none of yeah. us have well, decided to go to that yet. Yeah, it's, it's it's actually getting a lot of. Um, I know Bitcoin Lebowski's hot on the tail of, of the guy that's arranging it because he was uh, a total sellout. He um, it's Lebowski. He was Lebowski. No, he's not Scottish. Oh, he's, right, I think he right. is British. Um, oh, is he? But yeah, he is, yeah. So I, th- I think so. Don't, don't quote me on that, but I think he is. Um, but he was he was hot on the tails of him because he the, the guy that was arranging it. This handle escapes me. He's actually from Dundee, and um, he was a shitcoiner. However, once he realised there was a market for a Scottish Bitcoin event he went through his twitter and purged absolutely everything but obviously us bitcoiners we got all the tweets that he was tweeting about cardano and ethereum and Um. shitcoin number 324 so yeah but there's no formal meetup bitcoin only formal meetup in scotland at all as far as i'm aware start one you're the man. Yeah, I think I pro- need to need to get on that. There's definitely a market for one, so I think yeah. The haggis we'll hang. Get something like a, yeah, the haggis <laughs> hang, nice. Yeah. You don't. I mean, like the one that happens over here is just created by two guys who, one lives in Canberra, one lives in Brisbane, and they met up in a little town and for beers to talk about Bitcoin and then put out a tweet, and fifty people turned up. Like that's it, there was no like there was no um and it's free like it's you don't you know, yeah no formality beautiful things about it too that it was just totally organic it's like come yeah. and do this and now it's become this massive thing yeah it's great i mean that's how i've always in, yeah like always envisioned it like there is a good couple of scottish bitcoiners on on twitter like um charlie Rennie, mcsantosh um donna heeds myself salmon um there's a, there's a there's a good few so i think that we've always briefly chatted about it and it would all it would generally just be a, a couple of pints in a pub yeah. and talk about Bitcoin. It's not going to be some some big hall event. It's not going to be anything like that. So it, it would always be something organic, like you say, just a yeah. casual chat with, with a couple of mates because, you know, we've been speaking for so long, so it wouldn't be anything like that, you know? So it, it definitely something that, would be, that should be explored, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I, I think you could be the guy. I think you could be the guy. 
Get that arranged. Like, first, first, first round on Haggis. Does anybody want to go? <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, I want to be. I want to be respectful of your time. I want to um, play one more excerpt from uh, my DMs, if that's okay with you. It's not. It's not too. You can if you don't want. Yeah. The, if you don't want. The, oh God, I've lost this one as well. Oh. If I don't want, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it out if you don't want to. But um, here we go. No, crack on. On you go. This is. I'm recording a voice. For the, so you can put in the podcast. So hats, you're a fucking Abadonian bastard, and 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 fucking Brendo, you're part of shite, mate. Right? <laughs> you're part of shocking. Right? You put it on the podcast. You censor it. Put it on the podcast. Just do it. Just do it. There will be no censoring happening here. <laughs> oh, shit, all right yeah. again. That's that's crazy. I don't, I don't actually remember that one. So, you, you can have that. I don't remember that at all. I love it, mate. It's the best, my best, best message I've ever woken up to in the morning. Um, oh, I know why you didn't good. share it with me. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I want to go. So, um, yeah, man, I want to respect for your time. Um, thank you very much for coming on. We will do the um, bet, and we'll get Salmon in on that. The season starts soon. We'll work that one out. Brendo's shrink. I don't care. care. He's just. Don't I'm care. just going to ask him for money. Yeah, because um, he's going to lose a lot. Um, yeah. Congratulations again to Crispy and and Crispy's wife or partner, not sure, and the new baby. Yeah. And um, what else roundup do we need? Nothing. Haggis is a legend, and I talk parcel tongue or something. Is that is that what he said? <laughs> Pat, my patter's shite. Yeah, there you go. There that, you was, go. that was Irish. That's that was a, actually so, Irish. a solid effort. That's a solid effort. <laughs> All right, man. Um, may thank you. Let's uh, let's let's no do worries. this again. Let's do this again, particularly once um, that uh, St. Johnson team of yours have lost a few sets, and um, we'll meme. We'll, we're we're going to meme this into reality, and if we don't, you can buy them one day. Um, all right, let's roll. Uh, let's do it. Yep, thanks, mate. Legend, I guess. No worries.